talking about wedding loans, which is an unsecured personal loan usually granted by an online lending institution because no bank in their right mind would ever do this. <laughs> uh, and there's there one of them is called Upstart. And of course, you've heard of Lending Tree and the growth in these wedding loans is explosive. So, by the way, nobody has fun on their wedding day anyway. Nobody has fun. It's too much stress. I maybe it may be fun for other people, but why would you spend thirty thousand bucks going to debt for something that isn't that much fun? My, I mean, my wedding it was it was okay. Uh, there was some stress because there was some family drama, and I just you know. I, all weddings have family drama and they're not they're not fun and sometimes it goes bad. So yeah, and, and why would you start off? You're going to start off your life with another person. You're going to start off your marriage with lots and lots of debt at a very high interest rate. The example we just talked about, this loan, it was a 5-year $20,000 loan with a 20% interest rate. And a monthly payment of $531.33. And I did overstate things a little bit because basically over the life of that loan, you're not going to pay $20,000 in interest. You'll pay about eleven dollars or $12,000 in interest. Uh, but that's still incredible that you'll, you'll, have, you'll pay $20,000 for the wedding and owe $11,000 in interest. I don't know. I got to get into the banking business. I got to get, I, maybe I should have one of these online lenders. By the way, these, you know, it's a, Upstart promotes the use of artificial intelligence and machine learning to measure 1,500 data points to determine an applicant's ability to pay back a loan. These guys are going to get annihilated. They think they're smart. They think they can model people's credit with a computer. No, it's human behavior. We're going to get a recession. Nobody's going to pay these loans and they're going to go bankrupt. Period. Uh, we said that, you know, a credit card uh, in some cases isn't even like, you know, is competitive with these loans because you get points or cash back. And, the, you know, the other thing with these loans do is that they get, get you to spend more on the wedding. So, for example, if you had $10,000 and you would have spent $10,000, then... Uh, getting a loan will enable you to spend another twenty thousand dollars. It's just, it's just bad. So the things that people want at wedding nowadays, I guess, are Instagrammable wedding venues, cigar bars, candy buffets, photo booths. What is what is a candy buffet? I haven't heard about this. I, I've never seen a cigar bar. A photo booths, I think, are pretty common. I think there's a photo booth is kind of a fun thing to have at a wedding, but I, I don't know how much those cost. I a thousand bucks, two thousand bucks. I don't know how much they cost. Um, you don't have to spend. The average wedding in this country costs thirty four thousand dollars. That is insane. That is absolutely insane. Now the average size of these loans is eleven thousand dollars for three, five, and seven year loans. Can you imagine paying off your wedding for seven years? Seven years. Uh, there's a, there's an online lender called Ernest, and Ernest, they uh, their advertising shtick for this is inspired by Pinterest. Make it happen with low interest. Oh man, this this culture is driven by consumption, and it's driven by debt, and it's driven by keeping up with the Joneses. 
which is really, I think, really what drives this, you know, because if you're 28 and uh, you're thinking about getting married, well, all your friends are getting married and you want a bigger and better wedding than your friends, or at least you don't want like a poor wedding. Talk about poor weddings in a second. Um, so it's, it's all driven by this desire to appear wealthy or successful or like whose ego is tied up in this? I don't. So my wedding... In 1997, cost $3,000. And the reception cost 2000 The DJ cost 300 I think. I think that's it. I just threw in an extra 700 just in case there were maybe an invitations and stuff like that. I want to say altogether it came up to $3,000. The honeymoon was 2600 That was paid for by my mom. I'm not counting the honeymoon, and I don't think the honeymoon gets counted in this stuff. The place was called the Scenic Plateau. It was with the reception hall. And the scenic plateau was was overlooking the Susquehanna River. And this was not a high-class place. Like, my best man uh, walks into the reception. This is not a joke. And uh, there are these coffee cans on all the tables when he walks in. And stenciled on the coffee cans, it says butt cans. And they're for cigarette butts. And this is my wedding reception. This is this is this is like an hour before the wedding reception, and my best man says, uh, "Can we please get rid of the butt cans?" And they're like, "Why? Why?" <laughs> butt cans. That was my wedding. Um, it was Pennsylvania. You heard people say Pennsylvania before. That's where it was. It was Pennsylvania. We were poor at the time. We were poor. We we didn't have any money. And we deserved a poor wedding. We did. We deserved a poor wedding. And nobody cared. You know, we were younger. We weren't 28. We were 23. And really nobody had any money. But nobody was like, it was like, ah, this place is garbage. This place sucks. No, it's a wedding. People are happy for you. You're getting married. People are happy. Like, they're not like, you know, like, oh, you know, what a dump this place is. Nobody says that. Everybody's happy. So you can, if, look, my solution to this for you is to have a poor wedding. It is actually okay. I bet you can, I will, you know, I bet you can have a wedding for less than $10,000. I think if you try, you can have it for less than that. But for sure, you can have a wedding for less than $10,000. I mean, you've heard my story before. You know, when I was from ages 22 to 24, my wife and I saved $40,000. 50% of what we made. And that was the down payment on a condo in 1999, which that condo made us $130,000. None of this would have been possible if we had gotten a wedding loan. And we're, we were paying, we wouldn't have been able to qualify for a mortgage. Can you imagine you, 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 you took out a loan for a wedding, so therefore you can't, well, you can qualify for student loans. If you can fog a mirror, you can qualify for student loans, but you can't qualify for a mortgage or a car loan because you took out a wedding loan. I don't know. It doesn't seem, you know, it doesn't seem like, you know, we didn't have a cigar bar at our wedding. We didn't have a photo booth. You know, we did have. And this was this was like, you know, this was a poor wedding and we had like poor wedding favors, like we had those disposable cameras you know, those little cardboard disposable cameras, and we put one on every table. And basically people were just supposed to take pictures with them and leave them there. And then we collected the cameras and we developed the pictures. So this is before, obviously, you know, digital photography. Um, and that's that's what we did for like 
for the wedding favors, I mean, we had like Hershey's Kisses or something like that. I mean, it was like, I am telling you, it was, it was probably cost like eight bucks. You can have a poor wedding. And, I'm, and the reason I'm calling it a poor wedding and calling it what it is is because I'm trying to destigmatize it. I'm trying to destigmatize it. You should, you should not be ashamed that you have a poor wedding. You should be like, yes, we are having a poor wedding. And it's the smart thing to do because we are not going to set ourselves up for financial failure for the rest of our lives. I would like to keep track of all these people with wedding loans. First of all, I would like to see if they successfully pay them off. But I would also like to do like a longitudinal study, a cross-section, and see where they are in 10, 15, 20 years. And even if they're still married, that would be pretty interesting. Uh, we had cheap invitations. I mean, it was really basic stuff. The DJ. <laughs> I basically I picked a DJ out of the yellow pages. Out of the yellow pages, it was DJ Phantom Shadow. <laughs> and this DJ Phantom Shadow, he was fine. He was like a middle-aged guy, and he played the Humpty Dance, and he played you know, all this stuff. And like, it was, it was okay. It was fine. Everybody had a great time. People got drunk. They were dancing on the tables. Everybody hooked up that night. There was like six different people that hooked up. It was an awesome party. It was great. And we did it for less than $3,000. I've seen some incredible weddings. I went to uh, I went to an Italian wedding. This was in the early 2000s. I mean, it must have been like a, a you know a six figure wedding. I went to a Turkish wedding that might have been like a seven figure wedding. I mean, it was insane. Uh, I've also I've seen weddings. I've been to a biker wedding. I've been to a biker wedding in the middle of a grass field, and everybody went to the fire hall and ate spaghetti, and it was awesome. Uh, I went to a wedding in Berkeley, California that was in the woods in a park, and it was also awesome. Those were those weddings are practically free. It's really fine. It's really fine. And you're just not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. Don't it, it's one day and actually compared to the significance of the rest of your marriage, it's really totally in, insignificant and it's totally fine. If you do it cheap, I cannot figure for the life of me why somebody would want to spend $34,000 on one day. And that's average. I mean, people spend twice that, three times that. Why we, why you would want to go into debt up to your eyeballs? It's just a day and it's stressful. And what is the point? What is the point?